This is Finally Free, a podcast for the chronic dieters, disordered eaters, and fitness junkies. For those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise, all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, an eating disorder recovered intuitive eating coach studying to become a certified intuitive eating counselor and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, an online community where I coach women how to become intuitive eaters and incorporate intuitive movement for true health, mind, body, and spirit. On this podcast, you will hear stories of other women on various parts of their journeys, some who are in recovery, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll also teach you ways to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough. I'll show you how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with joyful movement so you can move through this world with peace and confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Thank you so much for joining me today. But before we get started, I just want to remind you of everything that I offer for those who need help with body image, intuitive eating, fitness, food, weight, and mindset. First, I offer group coaching now. So if you're interested in getting some expert support, some tough targeted love, schedule a free 15-minute discovery call at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com or click the link in my bio on Instagram at freedomwithfoodandfitness. On that same link in my IG bio, I have everything that I offer people. So I have the links to two course videos, which are both under $5 right now. I have free quizzes to assess your relationship with food and exercise, over 45 pages of free intuitive eating and fitness resources that you can sign up for. It takes literally five seconds. I have a form where you can ask your own question for a chance for it to be answered on the podcast. I have a guided meditation and so much more. Seriously, go check it all out at Freedom with Food and Fitness on Instagram. So today's question is, how do you stay positive all the time? And that's directed at me. Uh, And I feel totally compelled to answer this one first in the recent batch of questions I received because I really feel for this question. And here's my answer straight up explicitly. I am not positive all the time. I am not positive all the time. Instagram has created this comparison culture and it is a huge problem. As much as I try to share my day with you without turning you know, into someone who's constantly glued to her phone, I, you don't see a lot of my day and you don't see a lot of these other people's days that you follow or look up to on Instagram. Um, so here are six reasons why it might look like I'm a positive patty all the time, but I'm really not. Number one, you see what we want you to see. And that sounds shady AF, but, and I don't even mean it to be. It's true that I and and many content creators consciously choose what we share on IG. Obviously, we all do, even if you're not a creator. But I'd like to think that many of us in the intuitive eating space, including myself, at least try to reflect our real lives as much as possible. But really, you know, we are in control of what you guys see and what we post. Number two, when I post, I've usually already processed any negative thoughts that I have. I've already taken those negative thoughts, I've felt them, I understand where they're coming from, and I've moved on, and you are seeing me 
in retrospect of processing those negative thoughts. So when I talk to you guys about them, I'm in a much more positive place about them, but that doesn't mean that I didn't go through the negative phase first. Number three is when I'm having a bad day, I turn inward. I don't know how many of you guys are into Myers-Briggs personality tests, but I'm an INTJ. My spirit animal is an octopus, and we don't want to bother with anyone, especially if we're feeling you know, bad. So when I'm feeling blah, I don't post about it because I need to process it. Um, I'm the type of person who needs to be by herself when she's upset, like a true introvert. It's not that I don't want you to see those things, but I need to process them for myself first and so I can use those instances as an example of how I go through it so that you guys can learn how to process your feelings when you guys go through similar issues. Number four, I have shared a lot of my struggles, even the current ones. And, you know, you guys probably don't see every story or every post that I share, so maybe you guys have missed some of those. Um, I don't shield you from the bad. You all know I had, you know, binge eating disorder, body dysmorphic disorder, and orthorexia. You know I had struggles conceiving my son. We were trying for 18 months, and it took, you know, taking an adrenal gland out of my body to actually conceive. And most recently, I shared that I was upset and frustrated with, despite being mostly a healthful eater, quote unquote, I have high cholesterol. And you know what? That might be genetic. I don't even know. Uh, but I was very, you know, frustrated with that. And I shared recently that I had a bad day where I felt out of control with other things in my life and I weighed myself. It happens. I'm not a robot. I'm a human being. And I do try to share those struggles with you after I've processed them. But honestly, if this is, you know, if this is the way you guys are perceiving me as this always positive person, then maybe I need to do a better job of being more vulnerable and transparent on the podcast and on Instagram because I don't want you guys to see me and feel discouraged for feeling your own negative thoughts because I 100% have them too. And actually, I'll I'll share this with you guys. Um, I haven't shared this at all. Uh, this is the first time I'm talking about it with people that aren't really, you know, personally close to me, but I've been experiencing something akin to a midlife crisis. Uh, becoming a mom, especially during COVID of all times, has led to a really huge change in my identity. And between both those things, I've been hearkening for a time where things were a lot more simple and carefree. So I've actually been thinking a lot about the summer after my freshman year of high school, which to me, feels like the epitome of that freedom, that carefreeness, that, you know, anything can happen, everything's exciting time in your life. And it's not that I don't love my life. You know, I love my son. I love my husband. I love my job most of the time. But sometimes I buckle under all the responsibilities that I have and I get upset with myself when I realize a lot of the stress that I feel and the things that I quote unquote need to do are usually self-imposed by me and actually don't need to get done. And then I worry that I'm missing out on what life is really about because it's not about accomplishments or your body. And again, I'm someone who, you know, my eating disorder came from validation from the things that I did and being productive. So that's, you know, something I'm still working through, even though it's not an eating disorder, I'm still working through those things. Um, the idea that I am not my accomplishments and you are not your body, right? Life is about love and memories and connection and joy joy. You know, so in addition to not being positive all the time, I'm also not perfect. So I am working through some of those things. Number five, I immerse myself in this work. 
I speak to people in the community every single day. I follow hundreds of other people in the body, positive and intuitive eating spaces. And seeing those messages over and over again every single day creates neural pathways and stronger positive self-talk for me. So I probably sound more positive because I'm flooding myself with those messages every single day. And lastly, you need me to be positive right? You're following me because I provide a service for you in terms of healing your relationship to food, weight, and your body. If I was always talking negatively or dumping my ish on you guys, that wouldn't help you. Obviously, I do clue you in when I'm having a bad day or if I slip up to show you that, you know, everybody slips up and everybody's human. But on the whole, I try to stay positive and provide value because hearing those messages is what's going to help you heal. Yes, hearing me show up authentically and being vulnerable when I mess up, that's going to take the pressure off you too, but you need more of the positive self-talk. Now, of course, I think this part of the question includes the nuance of how can I be more positive too, right? I got you. So here are some strategies that I use uh, that you can use to be more positive in your life regardless of circumstance. Number one, Clear the energy around you. Clear the negative energy around you. Toxic people, toxic media, toxic social media accounts. Start paying attention to how you feel around certain people, certain media, and certain influencers. If you are feeling bad about yourself and you're looking at a certain person's post or talking to a certain person in your real life, it's time to cut those ties. And if you can't cut ties for whatever reason, then you need to create some boundaries. I have an earlier post about boundaries and how to set them up, so you can check out my Instagram for that, or if you want me to answer um, on the podcast a a question regarding boundaries, uh, click on the show notes and I can dive deeper into that in another episode. So again, number one, clear the negative energy around you, get rid of toxic people and toxic things in your life, or create boundaries around them. Number two, challenge the validity of your thoughts. If you've internalized messages from people in your life and media and they're not true, then you are believing a bunch of lies. So, you know, are you afraid that because of your size, no one will ever love you? Do you feel like you'll never get a handle on your issues with eating? Think about it. Think about those questions. Now, Are those actual facts that can be proven? Of course not. You know, you can't prove that no one will ever love you because of your size. That's not a truth. You don't know if you're, you know, you're going to get a handle on your issues with eating. Like, it's not like it's never going to happen. That's not a fact. So try to change those thoughts into something more true. Like, It's going to take time and patience to get a handle on my issues with eating. That's true. That's a fact. Um, So definitely challenge those thoughts. Last one, number three, is practice gratitude. Yes, you might have issues with your weight and with your body and food. What about the rest of your life? You know, we tend to zero in on those things that are bothering us, our weight, our body, our food. But what about the rest of your life? Do you have friends? Do you have family? Do you have a partner? Do you have a talent? Do you have a job? Do you have a house? Do you have clothes on your back? You have to reflect on what you do have and be thankful for those things because one day you might not have those things and not everybody has them right now. 
So anyway, I hope this was helpful. Just to recap, we discussed six reasons why it might look like I'm always positive, but I'm definitely not. And three strategies you can use to be more positive in your own life. So let me know if any of this was helpful to you. Screenshot the episode, throw it up on your stories, and tag me. I'd love to shout you out. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time.